0: and welcome to story time with tom and mike i'm tom
1: my name is mike you know why i'm doing this voice why are you doing this voice because this is a special episode of tom that's and mike. right not an after-school special where somebody got touched by somebody or wasn't supposed to be doing drugs or found out that the diet pills were helping them to study harder but that it was actually ruining their life this is a special in a way of a number, a number of episodes that we've reached. 50. 50, 50
0: episodes. episodes. 50 hours uh, that some of you have sat and
1: listened to us chatter. I am thankful, very thankful to all of you for doing that. It seems like only a few months ago we were doing our first episode. It, it was a few and, months uh, ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I can't really act like, uh, you know... It's been years to do this. Uh, And the door slamming has started already in celebration. Did you hear that one? Yes, I did hear it. I'm actually becoming... Every fucking thing else is quiet. And then we have a door slam out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I love it. (laughs) The mainstay. I, I don't think we could ever record this in a studio with no, you know, any kind of ambient noise in the background because I wouldn't know what to do. I I think we'd learn how to adjust. I think think we might, but it would it would probably it would probably take a little something. And plus, you know, somebody would have to want to pay us to do this and all that business. Yeah. I think we're uh, we're still a little ways off from that, maybe so we discussed
0: what we wanted to do special cuz it felt like a 50th episode should be
1: special mm-hmm. and i said you know we're often blue mike we're often blue very and, very blue and and not in the sad way blue no. can mean you're either real sad or you're very happy in you know, another way in your pants uh, what i
0: meant was that oh. we're often not very wholesome we're
1: we're you know We're rude. Um, I I, I would say uh, not safe for your kids. Not safe for work. Or not safe for
0: kids. That's right. If you happen to work with
1: children, the NSFW tag
0: works for both. That's right. And we wanted to make an episode that anyone could enjoy. If there's an episode that you want to sit down with grandma and watch –
1: or listen to. If you <laughs> you can watch, to watch it if it. you want to. <laughs> you know, uh, if, if you listen to it like on a PlayStation or something like that, you could do that fun little background thing that that uh, Windows uh, Music Player used to do. Oh, yeah, the
0: visualization. Yeah, yeah, the visualization. Yeah. That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, then you could watch our podcast. But at any rate, you can listen to it with grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. or your young ones or babies or pregnant women. <sighs> any of those things would be acceptable. Um, because we're not gonna talk about anything dirty today. We're not gonna go unwholesome at all.
1: We're gonna nope. try and keep it clean as you know way. what I say about that bad stuff. Fuck that. Oh shit, damn it! Oh. I'm sorry, it is so hard to break that habit. It's all right. I'm trying. I'm it's trying. all right, it's all right.
0: Moving moving forward, there will be no more swearing <sighs> or unwholesome material that was yeah that was I uh woo, i should have really you know so if just, you haven't already brought the kids and grandma and grandpa in the
1: room now is a good time to do I it i should have just broken that all out right in the beginning uh i sure. uh, sorry before we even started because then i wouldn't have accidentally uh, broke yeah. that out there you know yeah yeah well you know i understand it you
0: know but but you know they weren't in the room until just now cuz mm-hmm. they don't know so now it, let's not worry about it cuz hey I've
1: been I've been uh, wholesome the entire time that's right
0: right and you know you know what else is wholesome is that we have we have fans that love us and love to write to us Oh, yes. And one of the most famous fans, in fact, the only one who's made themselves known to us so far, (laughs) (laughs) um, is Jimmy. Jimmy, Good old Jimmy, who sent us a letter today, or the other day, said just – the sheer talent these guys have, and he's referencing a video that he posted to us. I thought he
1: was talking about us at first, and I was excited about that.
0: Yeah, I thought maybe he was putting up a, an iTunes review, which which I would would hope that people would do. We'll talk about that more in a moment. So just the sheer talent these guys have, the harmony, everything. Take a listen. I think Tom, you will appreciate this, but it might be more up Mike's alley. Let me know what you think. I think more bands should do this and put it out there and sell on albums i'd probably buy it vocals without instruments pure brilliance if done this would separate true talent to from some of the crap that's out there today and it is a track from def leopards uh pyromania photograph my one of my personal favorite def leopard songs I, I love def Leppard. And i love so. i love but this is one of my favorite albums and definitely one of my
1: favorite songs. I think their, their earlier albums were, were, were the, were the ones that, I mean, I I really connect with. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Right. The point is that the, this track has been stripped of, I don't know if it's the release of the actual audio tracks, like the box tracks, or Mm -hmm. if they stripped away the music. Cause in points you can actually hear like vestiges of the music. And I don't know if that's just an echo effect that was applied on all or
1: if it's like the masters or what. I suspect from from listening to it that this was somebody who took and stripped the uh, either pulled the vocal track out or stripped the others away and everything. But I mean, I'm I'm usually
0: done. Yeah, I'm I'm
1: usually a uh, like a music, no vocals, like instrumental kind of guy. I love instrumental music. I was just talking about the Ventures just a little while ago and how they're one of my favorite bands. They, you know, are the exact opposite of this. But I got to say, I really, I really like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I'd like to see more stuff like
0: it. And what I was telling Jimmy, because he and I had gotten into a conversation about it, uh, there's a band that isn't exactly on the same line as either of the bands that you've been discussing, but Nine Inch Nails, they put a lot of their masters out and allow people to download them and just remix and and upload to a community site. Yeah. And there's some of my favorite remixes have come from fans. I couldn't even tell you who the people were, but you know, it's like, Mixed master seven seventy one is like who's that guy? Well, he's just a guy who makes stuff on on nine Snails website
1: I, uh, I i I want to give a shout out to the to the person who did this video. Uh, hopefully they hear it and appreciative of it. It's acapella fella that's a c a p e l l a and then f e l l a it's all one word and he has Bon Jovi on here. He has a like a myriad of artists on here. and I was listening to a few of them and all of them. I mean, it's, it's amazing. You don't really like the vocals go with the music and you don't really think about how hard it's gotta be to hit some of those notes and to stay on the beat and everything else. And it's just, it's amazing to be able to listen to that without hearing everything else in the background. It's, it's kind of weird. It's like I was hearing some of these songs for the first time. It is. Yeah. You, in what I find really
0: interesting from a music production per, uh, perspective is the, like the layer of, of, of reverb mm-hmm. and other stuff that they threw on top of the vocals to make them warmer and, and more fit a room. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, like there's just a hum to their voices and that's in a lot of music,
1: like a lot of vocals, yeah you don't realize how how, no much, how much idea how much reverb is involved in music until yeah. you really sit down and think about it and you start to listen to things and you're like, oh, there is a little bit of an echo behind that right. and there is you know it does feel this vocal feels different. Yeah. And then you realize that yeah a lot of times it probably is reverb or or chorusing or something along those lines. Right. I mean the the job that these that these folks do. I've watched somebody work at a uh at a uh, at a board before, yeah, mostly in video. I've never seen anybody do it in person really that I paid attention. It is ridiculous to watch somebody who's who's like mastering music and like they're flipping mm-hmm. this thing, they're pushing this switch up just a notch and they're turning this dial just a little bit and they're doing all stuff. And I'm like, I, I, lo- I would lose my mind if I had to do that much. I'd be like, I don't, I don't know where I'm at anymore. I forget. But they just have a sixth sense for it and, and tune this music in and it sounds amazing. And, and it takes many, many years of
0: practice as well. I mean, oh, I'm sure. I, I definitely agree, though, that there is a born in talent for that, and that's just you either have it or you don't. My brother yeah. does uh, audio stuff, and he when when we when he was local to Pennsylvania, he did a lot of local bands before he decided to take a shot in Hollywood and uh, happened to do quite well out there. But during his time here, he was mostly engineering, like bands uh albums and stuff and that's the kind of stuff that he would do so you know like i remember (laughs) i remember having some really really amateur terribly mixed music that i had made in Fruity Mm -hmm. loops um with like these really grating vocals and like a song that just wasn't ready and it needed guitar badly, but I didn't know how to play guitar. And I wanted <laughs> more cowbell to too. It just needed a lot of work. And I mm-hmm. wasn't really, it was an ego thing for me. And I was like, I'm going to be huge. And he's like, dude, listen, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but you telling me that you're going to be huge in music when you've just started playing around with a music sequencer like a month ago it's like me telling you that i'm going to be an author of a great novel someday when i'd never have written past college <laughs> and and i was like yeah i get your point it's like i've been trying to make music for a living since i was a teenager and it doesn't just come that easily and you can't just think that way on day one you've got to prove yourself you got to you know be prepared to make sacrifices as an artist and I was like yeah and I never really yeah, yeah, did yeah. I never did at that point in my life to me it was but it's absolutely true you do have to make those
1: sacrifices in order to, uh, to get anywhere you know whether it's practicing you know five hours a day Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, taking lessons and going to school and everything, and just eating, sleeping—you have to be passionate. You have that have passion. That's you do. That's yeah. the whole yeah. thing. You have that have passion. You want direction. And uh, I would say that when I was younger, that uh, wasn't something that I possessed enough to, uh, to have ever like every, every kid dreams of being a, a sports star or or a musician or something like that. And I just wanted to wrench on cars and fornicate and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So you, oh, you, Oh, I did it
0: again. Uh,
1: oh my goodness.
0: Mm. <laughs> All right. Say a word and I'll, and I will beep it into that. <laughs> um,
1: Fornicate. Is that is that better? Okay, that's perfect. Or screw or no, that's um, you're good. (laughs) Okay. Are are you sure? Yeah. All right. I wanted to make sure because I mean I had like take the skin boat to Tuna Town or (laughs) take the log straight to the beaver, you know, or or something like that.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't think any of those are necessary. I I think I think fornicate's probably good enough.
1: Uh, Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, there's a good chance that I was uh, involved in some cunnilingus and uh, maybe some uh, mammary sports also. Perhaps a little anal play. I don't know. Did you say mammary sports? I did, because that was the only way I could think to say it that didn't, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't vulgar, I guess. (laughs) I I don't know. Playing some titty games, you know. I don't know.
0: Hey Mike, how do you keep your
1: bad thoughts at bay? I I don't. You don't. (laughs) I mean that's it. It's either either the switch is on or the switch is off, and the switch automatically goes off in certain situations. Um, like if I am talking to one of my kids' teachers, the switch goes off. I don't have to think about it. You know, if I'm around um um some senior citizens, like the switch automatically goes off when I'm hanging out with with little kids or something like that. The switch automatically goes off, I don't have to think about it. Well, but just in in general, the switch are the it, the thoughts just are always there. I I can't, you know. So, I can't help myself. Have you tried chopping? Um i know because i don't know what that means i mean you mean like chopping wood going and chopping my wood in the bathroom to calm myself down i mean what exactly are you talking about well i'd like to bring your attention to a website called whatichopped.com okay i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out right now and it's always fun listening to me looking something up um as i um hey it's organic you know uh who we go what i chopped oh yeah i remember
0: this yeah look at all the stuff he chopped he chopped a bicycle a
1: can he, he chopped his pills fantastic a uh, relationship issues that's the important one yeah yeah i he mean says, chopping chopping a can really is a pretty useful thing to do if you don't have a can opener it
0: is well, it turns out that this website, uh, Stuff I Chopped, is part of a marketing campaign that he did for his band, Thumpasaurus, which I happen to really, really enjoy. Yes. Uh, and I know that you do
1: too. Because- I did. I had actually forgotten about this, and it's funny that when you started telling me this, I had no idea where we were going with it. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Duh. No, I did. I
0: do really, I do really like them. Now the song that I was referencing is a song called Mental Karate, which is just this delightful little romp about karate, mm-hmm. and, as, and it's, as the title implies, it is such a silly song, but it's also like super like positive. It and is. I, I, I kind of like I like it, and then and then they have another song. I'm too funky yes i'm too funky yes uh it is absolutely not work safe and it is fantastic but it is it
1: is awesome
0: it is incredibly
1: cool this this uh this I, i guess i can call them an indie band right i would say so yeah i'd say that they're an indie band are are just so freaking likable yeah, their music covers uh over several genres and it's just good it's upbeat it's fun yeah it's not something that you find a lot of times in you know in the in mainstream music that we would listen to so it actually it was very enjoyable i would suggest giving them a listen yeah and they're on a lot of platforms
0: too it looks like they're on spotify i think they're on apple music so like there's there's lots of options to check that band out. They're called Thumposaurus. So, you know, you made me think when
1: you said Spotify. Um, we were talking just a few minutes ago about remixes that Nine Inch Nails and their fans have done and stuff. Yeah. When I, when I see remixes on Spotify of bands, I because ninety percent of the time I think they might be coming from the band themselves or from people in the band, and I never have liked them like what? I'm a purist when it comes to music and I'm like okay if i say listen to a band that i've been listening to forever when i hear the song if somebody else redoes the song i expect it to sound kind of like the original which is a problem i guess for me when it comes to that but when even like when the band has remixes on their like certain albums I can't I can't think of one off top my head plus I'm, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna say any fans' names on here either but like they'll have a remix and it'll say like you know funky Jive remix or something like that and then I listen to it and I'm like that was terrible. So it, it would be refreshing to hear remixes that weren't bad. Well I think one of the
0: problems with remixes is it depends on what genre you're you're working in. First of all, yeah, I uh, listen to a lot it, of rock and metal, so that, in, that could be part music, of the problem. Yeah, industrial music lends itself well to remixes. Dance music uh, is is also really really well received at remixes. You know what I mean? But but mm-hmm. metal rock, it's kind of like once you start playing around too much it becomes a different song and it stops being rock and that's the problem when you're trying to cover a rock song what in, or remix a rock song Now covers on the other hand I've heard some pretty impressive covers
1: I've heard a lot of good covers and I've equally you know probably equal number of covers that made me go Ugh, I can't believe that you remade a song and you changed it that much it's terrible now Right, or you miss you miss the
0: point of the song. Like there yeah. was a band uh, in the early two thousands called Orgy that did a, a song called "How Does It Feel," which was originally done by I think the Human League or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it feel to treat yeah. me like you do? Well, in that song, it's supposed to convey a sense of Sort of lost uh, ambigu- ambiguity. Like, I don't know how to feel, you know?
1: And the orgy version is angry. It's so
0: angry, man. How should I
1: feel? You know, it's either, like, either that or to make it like a happy song, <laughs> like a yeah, lounge singer yeah. doing. It. How, how should does it feel? To treat me like you do. Mm.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make it really hop, hippie, happy, happy, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> hippie, happy hoppy yeah,
1: mm-hmm. like a bunny. But, you know yeah. one thing one thing that I can't get enough of though is actual real band demos like the first version of oh, the song yeah. they did or something. Oh my god, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Listening to the unpolished, just raw version of it and to hear how much it changed and, yeah. and how they how they pulled everything together is is something that I that I do really enjoy. If anybody was curious about what i enjoy about music i think i just laid it out for you pretty well right there i recommend anyone with a spotify account to
0: go to pink floyd's page and Mm -hmm. find the wall deluxe album it has an entire third disc Uh, i believe it's on spotify and if it's not you can definitely find it online but if there's a third disc um, that is all demos, uh, early demos Ooh, of different songs from the wall, and one of them they do is comfortably numb, and it's a completely different song. Like the the the, the chorus is there, the um, the bass line is there. You know, the song is essentially constructed the same, but the lyrics tell a completely different story, and uh, it's definitely worth a listen
1: yeah yeah i don't know why i felt the need to do yay yeah, yay yeah, again it just felt good i think sometimes you
0: don't need to know why you do things you just do them, Mike. it's it's very true
1: yes <laughs> you <are> f- always, <laughs> you've always been a creature of passion you just made me think of another thing that was funny there's some there's a local band that i listen to that that i that i like a lot and um Unfortunately, right this moment, I'm having an issue finding the album that I wanted to, um, that I want to talk about. They're called Harm's Way. Okay. And, uh, there was something about the, uh, like I went on the band's page and they were like, there's a new release here from this band. And I pulled it up and it was something that was totally not anywhere near what they do. It wasn't, cause they're like a, uh, like a real heavy, like, like speed metal, like hardcore kind of a band and whatever it was that, that it said that was theirs was like, was like hip hop and electronica. And it was, and it was, I mean, the music wasn't bad, but it wasn't theirs. And I don't understand because that's like the second or third time that that's happened. How do they, how does Spotify screw up so badly that they put stuff in for one band that isn't (laughs) anywhere even near (laughs) what what they make and i'm like okay look i i dig the whole like they have the uh the area where you can you know explore new music and they'll make suggestions to you and everything and that's cool but just you know let me let me figure that out on my own don't don't tell me it's something it's not and then i'm like all right harm's way put out a new album already and then i i turn it on and i'm like this this isn't what it was supposed to be I don't. I don't even know what to say. Did Harm's Way change the way that they're playing music now? I don't know. Maybe they I, changed. I don't know
0: if that's a problem with headers or or what that is, or, or if that's an account problem because I've seen that too. I've seen like, hey, here's this band you like. They have a new album. I'm like, really? Oh my God! They haven't put on anything in 20 years, and then you look and it's like,
1: oh, yeah. Uh, what what was
0: that? This is a different band, dude. They just have the same name. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, yeah, this is Gas Giant. They're also called Gas Giant. But this is an indie band, and the other band was like a Dutch stoner band from
1: 1990. The other night after I ate a lot of cheese, I was a, uh, I was a Gas Giant. Were you? <laughs> yes, I was. I, uh, I was not a pleasant person to be around for a little while. Oh, I, I scared, imagine. I scared
0: my cats away. Well, given your tendency to waft it into people's faces,
1: yeah. Well, I don't usually do that to my cats. Well, that's so. I figure <laughs> that their sense of smell is so much more advanced than ours is. They probably smelled it before it came out. Probably, they knew it, and they're like, "Oh, frack!" Here he goes again. Oh, sorry, boy. Staying clean is is tough. It is tough. Yeah,
0: I almost can't help myself. It's okay. It's all right. I understand your outbursts. (sighs) I don't know if you've seen the movie
1: Joker yet. I have not. Oh, God. It is so borking. Oh, you said a swear again? It
0: is. Okay. (sighs) Hold on. Uh, What's the word? you said
1: forking. I yes, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Forking. All right, I think we can accept that one. Do you need
0: any other examples of words you no, could have used? No, 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 no. It is such a deliciously good movie, though. It's so uh-huh. well acted. Um, it's just it blows away anything I've seen in years. Like people have compared it to Taxi Driver.
1: And I'd say yeah, uh absolutely. It, I have also never seen that. So uh, all right. Great movie. Yeah. Um, I I I uh I have a tendency to watch westerns and comedies. And every now and again I'll trip across something that I think is fantastic and I have not watched Taxi Driver yet. Taxi Driver
0: is good. Um yeah, this film is 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 far and away the best one of the best dramas I've seen.
1: I think, In years. Um, In you years. know, that one of my favorite dramas, and it's a true story, is Serpico, and it's mm. you know one of my other favorites is Charlie Sheen's Above the Law because Charlie Sheen is such a masterful thespian. It's, oh, it's amazing. Just kidding. Above those two law. movies, those two moody movies, aren't even in the same category with each other. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to say *Serpico* and *Above the Law* entered <laughs> in the same sentence. Like, I I haven't, actually, even, I haven't even seen *Serpico*, and I already
1: know that that's not in the same league. <laughs> it is a fantastic movie. If you enjoy gritty cop dramas. It uh and especially ones that were made like in the seventies, it really Mm -hmm. fills that fills that niche perfectly. It's it's a good and, and it's a true story. If you're not familiar with the story of Frank Serpico, I mean he basically he was a New York City cop and he became a detective and started to see all this corruption. And instead of not saying anything about it, he decided to say something about it. And eventually what it led to was his uh, fellow detectives had set him up and he went to an apartment, got his foot and his face in the door. A guy shot him in the face and the other detectives basically left him there to die. And thankfully, somebody did have a conscience and grabbed him up, threw him into a car rushed him to the hospital uh ended up surviving but it's still you know a very powerful tale of what police in new york were like in the 60s and 70s hmm. interesting it's a great story
0: well and I know. True. Uh,
1: who's in it uh al
0: pacino okay that's what i thought yeah i i i have a short list of movies that i've been meaning to watch and that's definitely been on there uh because I, I do love pacino um de niro by the way is in joker
1: surprisingly enough oh, yeah. i
0: was a little surprised to see him in it He plays- i'm
1: surprised that i broke out Al pacino's name without any issue because i always mix him up with um with other actors and then uh-huh. like not not him him not his face or his voice or anything but for some reason his name escapes me well you remember uh-huh. you remember the uh old 80s B- BBC
0: and short-lived in America series uh uh Spinning Image,
1: right? I thought you were going to say Red Dwarf and I was no. like <laughs>
0: with the puppets. Uh, the 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 Spinning Image puppets like the they, the most famous is the uh This is the world we live in. Oh video. yes, of course. Yeah, the, with, yeah, the, the Genesis, Genesis with the, video, yes. Yeah, with the uh, with the puppets, right? Well, those puppets had a show, um, and it was it was on BBC for a few years, and it was just like Margaret Thatcher and all these other characters walking oh, around. Oh God, that's so and, hella
1: creepy. What? I'm looking at stuff from it oh, right now. Oh, it's just oh, okay. creeping me out, man. <laughs> I mean, just like that video did all that time all that time ago. Great video. You know, and as an adult, I've I learned to appreciate it, but that video scared me so badly when I was a kid. I was like, "Oh my god. What is that?" So you got to
0: find you've got to find the they did like a couple of different shows in America. They did one about uh, Ronald Reagan Oh god, it was so good. And I remember this one almost perfectly. So Ronald Reagan is uh approaching his 50th wedding anniversary and they're throwing a party for him. Well, he is not to know about the party. It's supposed to be a surprise. Thankfully, he already forgets it, but he doesn't forget the launch codes for the nukes and then tries to order pizzas for his party which happened to be a sausage pepperoni and one with everything which were all ibc icbms aimed at different parts of russia and china (laughs) so he sets off these things why was that man crying (laughs) (laughs) and he he just goes on and it's it's super funny and it was like i didn't understand politics at all and i still enjoyed the hell out of it but it had like um Oh, uh, Ed Helms running around <laughs> and <laughs> Casper <laughs> Weinberger chasing the Democrats <laughs> who were trying to get break into the White House. And there's like, you'll never amazing. get in here. It was hilarious. And then there was a second one um, where they did a special about the Oscars. And it had a bunch of different bits in it, but one of them was Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino and uh robert de niro are running down the street together and they're getting themselves confused over who is who (laughs) (laughs) that would be it (laughs) so it's not just me (laughs) yeah so yeah apparently that's a fairly common thing to have happened in that day oh
1: my god it's making a comeback what is apparently the BBC it? is planning on bringing it back? Oh, I would be amazed! Because I'd be yeah, it, so happy to watch. If that. you Google it, there are some preview shots of Prince Harry and his wife and the "quote unquote" president who shall remain unnamed, and um and Kanye and everything. It looks uh. it looks to be pretty interesting and uh and and putin with thug life on his stomach and a (laughs) leather studded (laughs) collar around his neck so uh and it says right here spitting image show plots return to tv nice so after 24 years i'm hoping that that's the case because i would i would probably find it extremely gratifying to watch (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I just found you the Ronnie and Nancy show. So I'm going to definitely add that to the show notes for this Dem week, beans week on DemBeans.biz because this was aired in 1987 and it starts with a Wendy's Chili commercial in which Wendy's Chili is new. Wow. Can you think of a time when it wasn't their
1: signature menu item? But the funny thing is, Wendy's Chili might have been new in 1987, but the meat in it still came from 1984. Yep. (laughs) I used to work at a Wendy's. There was a term called that we we used to say it was chili meat, and uh, I'm not going to go into any detail on it, but I still eat their chili because I know how they make it, but there were other people that I told the story of when I worked there that refused to eat it after that, so – I mean, I'm kind of one of those, you know, you eat a peck of dirt before you die. (laughs) And, uh, like, I probably eat about 16 pounds of cat hair a week in my house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want people spitting in my food or anything like that. But as long as it is a food at one time and it's in my food, I'm probably going to be okay with it for the most
0: part. Yeah.
1: I mean, a certain amount of grossness like that, you know, 16 parts per million spiders in my in my <laughs> peanut butter. I'm all right with
0: that. <laughs> I love how it's so specific, spiders. Like, they
1: actually yeah. took the time to break down what the different insect parts are. I oh, didn't need to know nasty. who the guy was that went – all right, guys. I tried the seventeen parts per million spiders, and uh, it's gross. It was just a little too much for me. It almost reminded me of a semi crunchy peanut butter. Let's knock it back to sixteen and see where it's at. And he tried that, yeah. and he was like, "All right, I think we got, I think we got it here."
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I do wonder how they come up with that metric and be like, "Yeah, um, this is a good ratio right here." Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That is one of my that is one of my favorite stories to tell people. Like invariably, at one point in time, at least a couple of times a year, somebody will say something about peanut butter, and I'll be like, "Did you know that there's a certain parts per million that is acceptable in in spider parts?" And they're like, "Oh, that's gross!" And I'm like, "You'd be even more disgusted to learn how many spiders you eat accidentally while you're sleeping." <laughs> i don't remember what the number is but i'm like spiders are constantly dropping off of your ceiling and like you breathe oh, in and dude. it accidentally falls into your mouth and you eat it i'm like so you Sp- know you spiders are already a staple in your diet you know that anyone with arachnophobia
0: has turned the podcast off just now Right. Well, I'm sorry to those yeah. people who yeah. can't hear me say it anyway, but I know uh, we can't we can't watch everything and I don't I try, just need to say remember I just wanted to say I got a little shingle of chill of them coming hey, down off the ceiling and I'm not arachnophobic in the Just
1: week. remember the spiders are there, you might be afraid of them, but you beat them. You ate them. They're gone. You just made one less spider in your house. You need to think of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's sad because the spiders are useful.
0: Well, I don't but like, if, when I have a spider in my house, I don't want to take it outside because I know if it goes outside, it's probably going to get it eaten
1: by a bird in fifteen minutes. It's natural selection, man. I mean, that's that's just the way it works. It's survival of the fittest. The spider that dropped into my mouth while I was sleeping wasn't doing anything, you know, substantial at that point. I don't think. I maybe yeah. they were like, I'm at the end of my life and I'm done. Yeah, and they just jumped into my mouth, knowing full well that I would be powerless to stop myself from eating them.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I guess, I will say with natural selection, you're right about that. If the spider climbs into your mouth mm-hmm. and allows you to eat it, that was that. It's like it's jumping into the Sarlacc pit, dude. It it knows what's up. I it's prefer killing to think, itself that spider is killing
1: itself i prefer to think that maybe it was like one of those things like dude i'm gonna go down here and climb into this person's mouth take a picture of me quick and yeah. it all went horribly wrong <laughs> it all went horribly wrong <laughs> Spider gags, <laughs>
0: uh, oh dude. That's so much funnier than it should be, and I don't know why.
1: <laughs> uh, imagining a spider taking a very human behavior, well, uh, as and a their very own, human, and a very human choice. And you're also imagining a little spider camera and everything else. So you know, right. it all it all it works on so many levels. It's it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Watched a video once um many years ago about how up in the like higher areas of the atmosphere, like not like like up as high as like where planes are flying at least mm-hmm. there are all kinds of insects floating around, like spiders are floating on on a strand of their own silk, really because, yeah, and sh- and like all these insects are are just sort of flying around up there and this upper hmm. area, um, and it's like a whole little eco, ecology up there. I and,
1: need to know more about this. Yeah,
0: I, to, I don't know where I watched this video. and I, I don't remember what insects, but there's lots of beetles and stuff like that, and I seem to remember that there were certain kinds of very tiny spiders, like really gossamer tiny, you know, that would float on their own silk because the, the 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 trade winds or the prevailing winds or whatever would would carry them
1: because they were so light but they have to get up they're there ballooning somehow. the term is ballooning so you found it i found something about it and it looks the pictures that I'm seeing, it says it rained spiders in Brazil last week. That sounds absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have any other word for that. I yeah. was just talking about eating something like that, kind of, you know, joking about it. Yeah. But if I walked outside and it was raining spiders, I am absolutely positive that <laughs> I would shriek in a tone that was not natural to come out of my mouth. And I would run, throwing my arms in all different directions. <laughs> Wow, I was shrieking. <laughs> and I would never be clean again. That's all that I'm aware of. That's how phobias begin.
0: Uh, That's rain, a reign of spiders is how phobia sets itself into your psyche.
1: Would you would you like me to read what I found here? Yes, absolutely. The term for this is aeroplankton. Aeroplankton. Hmm. Many small animals, maybe are mainly arthropods, such as insects and spiders are also carried upward into the atmosphere by air currents and may be found floating several thousand feet up. Aphids, for example, are frequently found at high altitude. Many species of spiders deliberately use the wind to propel themselves. That is fascinating. Isn't it? And terrifying at the same time. And
0: it's going on all the time and we're not aware of it. Similarly, I was told once that if you were to make the ground disappear, like become invisible, like all the dirt and -hmm. all the grass and all the rocks became sort of invisible and you saw all the worms that were in the dirt, it would be –
1: it would make you flip the clot out. Oh, you said a swear again. You are not clean, my hack. friend. Hack. You are spooky. Dirty. Heck. Oh. Oh, I mean, you are stinking dirty, and I should say the word
0: heck. Yeah. It'll all make sense later when I edit it together with the
1: correct words. <laughs> Make sure you say it in a different tone so that it sounds like when they overdub movies and they take a oh, word out, com- and they're like, "What did you say? Thank me? No, pal. Thank you. Why don't you go thank yourself? You know." Yeah, I say that to my to my dad every now and again. I'll be like, "Hey, why don't you go thank yourself, pal?" You know, and he's like, "I know what that means, but but thank you, thank you, anyway, son." <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> you you crazy scamp.
0: You're a card, son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You get your sense of humor from your grandfather, obviously. I hate him too. <laughs> hey oh Could you imagine waking up one day and you suddenly grew an extra body part where you weren't expecting to find it? Like an extra nose on your butt cheek or like a finger out the middle of your forehead? Hmm. How crazy would that be? Well, I'd freak the fidget spinner scout first of all. Oh, I knew I could get you to do it again. I hate this episode! You said the fart word. (laughs) I hate this episode!
0: Okay. Uh, I would freak the heck out, first of all.
1: Okay. And?
0: And then I would probably try to figure out if it had any
1: utility or use. Well, a nose on your butt would probably be absolutely terrible. Every time you farted, you would definitely be the first one to smell it.
0: All right. Have you ever gotten a skin tag? Of course
1: I have. Have you ever had to remove one? I've had one removed by cryo uh, methods, and it was uh it was not pleasant it hurts i had one that i didn't
0: want to spend any money i didn't want to go to the doctor about it You're Like I'm just, I thought... gonna, I'm just gonna rip it off with a pair no. of nail clippers oh no i thought about that and, but i didn't do it because <laughs> that would have bled like crazy no um apparently uh you what you do the the tie the tried and true method for this mm-hmm. is to take uh, some fishing line or some floss like the plastic floss and you wrap it very tightly around the skin tag very mm. very tightly and does it need to be it. sterile
1: before you do it
0: yes and then you tighten that sucker on and then you cover it with a you, you clip it close and then you cover it with a bandage and you you revisit it two, three times a day. Add new antibiotic to it. Do not let it get untied. After about a week, it turns black and horrible. And then it falls off. And you think it'll never fall off, but it does eventually fall off. And then there's a perfect little dot there where oh. once there was a, a skin tag. and. In retrospect, I wouldn't do it again because it was highly unpleasant, but I didn't realize that the doctor would actually just remove them for me. I thought it would be like.
1: As a soon big as deal. you said you clip it close, I felt a little queasy. <laughs> I was like, like clipping something like that. just went right through me. Yeah. I, oh, I, the you're, dog, not, you're not clipping the, the skin tag. No, that's what I was thinking you meant though.
0: I no, was like, Oh no, You're clipping the cut, the strings that are holding it. Cause close. I
1: did one time cut one off with a pair of nail clippers that I had on my wrist. Oh, I bet it bled like crazy. It bled unmercifully. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when I finally got stopped bleeding, Mm. Uh, it formed a scab on it, which I would catch on everything, and it bled more. So, yeah. yes, it yeah, was yeah. it was a fantastic choice that teenage me made. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, imagine
1: removing your uh, nose from your butt. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I mean, it, it, the cryotherapy sounds like a horrible idea on that, in that, uh, you know, in that respect, also because. Like, if you could imagine something that's so cold that it burns you, that's what that feels like. Yeah. Like, I had a... I uh, can sort of imagine that, I think. Yeah, I had a thing on my foot that was like <laughs> that, and they were trying to take care of it. It was, like, almost on the ball of my foot, and they were using this cryo thing to try to get it to go away. I don't... Like, it was a, like a like a planner's work kind of a thing. And them putting pressure on it and the burning sensation of the cold all at the same time, was probably one of the most painful things I've ever felt in in my feet, ever. And uh, then when you actually go to the podiatrist and they take and cut things open and start scraping stuff and putting acid on it and everything, you realize that the cryotherapy was bad but that it can get worse. <laughs> but it gets oh. rid of it, so, you know.
0: You know what, Mike? I was saying to someone the other day, I learned that the LGBTQ also has an IA in it. An IA and a plus. And a plus, which yep. means that there's even more than that long title now implies. And I'm proud of myself for remembering it. <laughs> but it's good. I really have to say, like, it, it, its it's really – I think it's very important to keep learning and keep asking questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, 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 you know, it's hard to keep up, but it's worth it. It really is worth it to, 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 because the stuff, I actually watched some of our old uh, videos on, uh, uh, you know, on Intelligible Gaming. And, and mm-hmm. kind of cringe now and go, oh, wow, I can't believe we joked about that. I can't believe we joked about this. And they weren't all that long ago. I, I just, I feel like I'm going through some kind of schooling. <laughs>
1: it's enlightenment. Yeah, it's some sort of enlightenment, maybe. I, I, I don't think know. It's, it's born out of necessity because yeah. if you choose to um, stick with the norms that have been established in recent times of ignorance and everything that's where the fear and and hate and other things come from so if you don't want to end up like that you kind of have to evolve yeah at some level i just
0: don't know where it goes and i'm open to it but i'm i don't know where it goes like how far out does this water that i'm swimming in go because <laughs> the further out i go the more out there i feel you know like I, because i've uncovered a that much more i that i don't know
1: does that well, make you, sense yeah but you ought to be embracing it as you are being enlightened at things that you that are only going to make you a uh, more understanding more empathetic yeah individual yeah. so not necessarily like you're like you're getting pushed out into water and unfamiliar territory and stuff, but more like you're discovering a new land that you didn't know that was there that makes things a lot better for you. I think that's that's the way to look at it.
0: I think it helps to have anchors and also have waypoints. And and occasionally I have those and I do find those in in, place, in unusual places you know in the in the way mm-hmm. of a quote in the way of something someone would say to me at random and then other times i'll get information that will make me question everything i know like the other day someone said to me that uh, minorities cannot be racist and uh. i said what does <laughs> I, 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 that made me so angry and so upset. But I was like, what if they're right? Could they be right? Are they right? I don't know. I don't fucking know. And I had to talk to like three different people before they all were like, dude, that's crazy. Of course, yeah. that, that's race. Racism is born in the heart. It's not as – you can't chalk it all up to sociopolitical stuff. There is a sociopolitical element for certain that makes institutionalized racism an entirely different level of racism than individual racism. But individual racism is still a choice that someone makes in their heart. And anybody, East, anybody can do and it. Anyone can do it.
1: Right. Yeah, regardless of – Of skin color or anything like that. In fact, you could even be racist towards people that look like you because that's possible. Uh, I mean I have known of people that were like that. Uh, now, having said
0: that, I'm not claiming that anyone is treating me in a racist manner. I don't think that they are. I mm-hmm. think I've, for the most of my life, if not all of it, I've been left alone on that. I haven't really been given shit on that um, level. And um, I think in many ways I've lived a sheltered life.
1: That's where but the word privilege comes in at, and recognizing right. Right. that you have had privilege, whether you have chosen to use it or not, right, um, is is a step in, in growing with this. Even, even
0: if you've, and knowing that even if you didn't choose to use it, that it was a backup for you, a safety net. Mm-hmm so that you made choices that otherwise might not have even seemed reasonable and a lot of times you got lucky or you got bailed out I know I did I got bailed out a lot of times in
1: my oh life. yeah I, I certainly most certainly have yeah. benefited now, from that particular uh, what if my parents couldn't out. have afforded to do
0: that who would have bailed me out nobody 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 would have bailed me out, and that's just the way it is. And unfortunately, there are people who never had anyone to bail them out, and that's that's what we're talking about. That's what when we say privilege is the fact that my parents have been able to help me as many times as they have throughout my life. Says so much about what I don't understand about institutionalized racism. And, a, like, I understand it on an on, on, on one level, but on a heart level, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, why do people hate each other? Why don't people just love one another? It seems, like, so simple
1: to me on that level, but or, it's never that you, simple. It's yeah, or if you that don't so- like somebody, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't you, – there's plenty of people I don't like, but I don't tell them that I don't like them. You know what I like? Don't deal with them. You know what I do
0: like, though? I like this new trend of people being outed on social media and losing their jobs for being out. Outright racist on social I
1: do yeah. find that to be extremely
0: satisfying. Mm. Yes, it is extremely satisfying.
1: However, I'm also fearful, though, that people could plant things places and sure. turn somebody's life upside down sure. in, in an unwarranted fashion. Sure. And that's one of the byproducts of that that concerns me when right. when we say about how satisfying it is. Right. Right, but it's a form of cancel culture that has
0: very real world effects, but here's my thing yeah i i like i like it in how it's worked so far yeah but is it does it- ex- does there exist a uh, a vector for for abuse
1: <laughs> fudge oh, yes certainly fudge yes i've let I've left several of your swears go by the way I'm sure you have that's, that's up to you to find them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Yeah,
0: I know. Screw it. This is this, this, this was a failure. This one's <laughs> so far this against fucking me. Fucking podcast this went against up. my my nature. Oof. I think it was a good podcast. Oh yeah, it was a good show.
1: I Just, I, um, I agree. I think it was it was enjoyable, and yeah. we covered a lot of random un-related um, topics like we usually do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we did a good job. We did a very good job, Mike.
1: And you know, it's whew, I came real close to just bursting at the seams a couple times <laughs> and going on a tirade. You know, a less uh, you know, uh palatable tirade. Tirade perhaps.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that you'll be all right. You should be able to make it to the end of the show. It's only a few minutes, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll try. Yeah, just keep it together, man. You're good. You're good. Deep breath. Deep breath. Come on. Oh, Deep breath. Oh man, it's,
1: yeah. That's yeah. that's a that's this. a tough one.
0: You got this. You got this. What do we got? About five minutes left.
1: If maybe. Yeah. I don't I'd know. Say. I can't count, so it's hard to <laughs> say. Yeah. I also well, didn't start a timer, so I, I got started, nothing.
0: I started my timer at a weird point and I don't remember exactly how much time we have
1: left. You always start the timer at a weird point. Like, neither one of us could ever start it when we were supposed to. It's either five minutes after, three minutes before, or 25 minutes into it (laughs) somebody goes, oh, wait a second, we weren't timing any of this. We we need a producer. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Anyone out
0: there want to be a producer and also edit my my stuff? (laughs) So I don't have to do it.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness i don't i don't know that you're gonna have any takers i think that that's far too uh intensive. Yeah, i can't af-
0: i can't afford to pay you <laughs> we will uh we'll talk about you a lot oh you'll also need to handle all the social media stuff because i don't want to do it anymore
1: <laughs> uh oh you no. say you don't want to do it anymore now he's scaring me like No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Things got clean 50 episodes in, they both lost their minds. No. And that was the end.
0: I'm gonna do this podcast until I'm dead, probably. I just don't see it ever stopping. Well, I think either that or
1: until it stops being fun. When is that gonna happen? I don't I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, know, that's what I mean. Like I don't see it ever that ever happening this is terrible I don't enjoy talking about things cracking jokes and yeah and talking about what I want to talk about right <laughs> this is horrible yeah this is a
0: terrible time
1: this is like a real kick in the balls <laughs> yeah it
0: takes I took it one up in the the pooper <laughs> he got me in that nether region and I was yeah. like whoa yeah, I got one in the pooper when I was in – I took a bullet in the pooper when I was in Nam last <laughs> week. Last week.
1: Yeah, I go there sometimes. Yeah. It's a long flight, but it's worth it. Yeah. Horses down there are cheaper. They have the best Vietnamese food you'll ever eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Straight
0: out of the streets of Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh Trail. Mm, I'll
1: tell you what. Did you ever eat the Ho Chi Minh Trail mix? <laughs> it's got it's got wasabi in it. <laughs> that was so
0: stupid. Oh my god, that was so dumb. I'm pretty sure wasabi is
1: not like a Vietnamese. I, I, I don't have any idea. It was just a dumb thing that popped into my head, and I'm like, hey, you know, why don't I say that out loud? You know, there are trail mixes with wasabi piece in them. There are, yes, yeah. I. First time I ever had wasabi was many years ago, and somebody's like, oh, man, have some of this snack mix. It's delicious at this uh, bar inside of a place that I was working. And um, I got to one of those lovely green peanuts and was like, oh, what the hell, and threw it in my mouth. Never, never did that again. (laughs) I learned my lesson the first time because I was pretty sure that I was going to be shooting flames out of every hole in my body. Now, what you do with that wasabi? Okay, so you get a little bit of that on the end of the
0: the the chopstick, right? Yeah, Mm and you have a little bowl full of uh, a uh, soy sauce, and you dump the wasabi into the soy sauce, and you mix it up real good till there's like the consistency is almost a little bit cloudy and pasty. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you get your sushi. And you dip it in that stuff, and it's just the right amount of spicy and salty, and and and, um, and it's just savory. delicious, savory. Yeah, it's. Del- I have
1: never eaten sushi. Oh so good.
0: I know you are 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 not always interested in trying new food yeah, raw endeavors fish is bait, out. You know. Yeah, I know that you're not big on new foods and certain types of foods. Like I've asked you before if you wanted to try any, and you'd be like,
1: not today. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of times did you asked me, I was also having some form of uh, intestinal distress because I had eaten way too much cheese the previous day or something like that, which gotcha. is, is definitely a reality. I realized this week I was having some issues, and I was like, could we please not eat anything with cheese in it for a couple of days? And uh, we made it one day without a meal with cheese in it. (laughs) And I was right back at it again. So yeah, yeah, my lactose issues or dairy product issues in general are, uh, you know, a a nonstop thing. But my son threw something back at me the other day when he said, well, if I'm going to have diarrhea, I might as well enjoy it beforehand. (laughs) And I said, I know I've said that numerous times and he picked up on it and he repeated it back to me. And I was like, yeah buddy it doesn't It doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, you know it's still terrible <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of does
0: work that way though, well, yeah, I know, but I mean, you as know. an adult, I can tell you it definitely works that way. I sit there and I say, All right, yeah, okay. I know all these facts about the food I'm about to eat. I know it's real bad for me. I know that it's probably not going to be great for my heart, my bowels, my Mm -hmm. um, mood may be affected by this food, in fact. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have it anyway. And then when I'm sitting on the fucking john later on, Hmm. I'm just going to be like acceptance. And I'll be like, well, at least it tasted good for a few minutes, for a few minutes, just a scant few moments in time. I was happy. I was happy.
1: <laughs> it was worth yeah, it. Yeah. Usually, usually for me, like, like tacos is one of those things. Yeah. Tacos. Man, I will tear some tacos up, but sometimes cause I do the whole sour cream and cheese and refried beans mm-hmm. and salsa and hot sauce and everything else on them. Yep. Yeah. Um, it doesn't equal out to, uh, to a uh, happy, singing bird-filled parade in my house. Mm. No, 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 it
0: mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah, when you when you pull out all the stops on one of those uh, burritos at
1: Chipotle, it's the same deal. Oh, uh, Chipotle, Chipotle in general. I I don't actually. It's a surprise to you. I do not like Chipotle. I there's like, something about it. Like their meat is not at least the one I went to. The meat was kind of subpar, and I was like bro i get better i get better beef at taco bell i was speaking of
0: chipotle as a catch-all because that's what most people think of
1: i actually prefer Nito burrito i've never had anything from any place besides taco bell that was not homemade or or from uh el rodeo
0: El Rodeo is a great example. Has
1: banging food. Mm-hmm.
0: So good. See, that's like level three. So the, so level one is is Taco Bell. That's like entry level tacos. Mm-hmm. Level two would be like your Nito burritos, your um, places in the mall that make burritos, uh, and and your your sort of. Uh, chipoltes and places like that so that's more like fast food but it's it's like
1: equivocal equivocal
0: to like panera bread in terms of quality
1: Mm, i like panera right
0: and then you've got the third level is places like el rodeo like sit down restaurants that are like you know you sit down you order your meal you're gonna wait 40 minutes maybe for it to arrive and it's gonna be delicious Mm-hmm. And it's and and that's like the Tex-Mex, that's the proper Tex-Mex experience. Tex-Mex. Schooled on Tex-Mex experiences by Tom.
1: Yeah, and I'm the one who brought up the restaurant you spoke of, so I get a little credit there too.
0: And Mike. Yeah. yeah. And Mike. That reminds me of a time when I was in Atlanta and I was visiting with friends and we went to uh, a Mexican restaurant and I got the best one of those
1: mojito drinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just the best mojito ever. Man, we are running short on time. I, was, I hate to say it, but uh that's probably a story for another time.
0: Thanks for tuning into uh Storytime with Tom and Mike. If you'd like to find us online, we are going to be posting a story this week about the article or about the uh, various items that we discussed in the show on dembeans.biz. That's D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z. From that place, you can also find our contact information and send us a private email,
1: which is completely
0: anonymous if you please you can just put in a fake email address that's up to you
1: unless you want us to know who you are
0: unless you want us to know who you are but i mean if you're shy you know and if you're not shy you
1: too shy shy hush hush How do i
0: you could send an email directly to storytime with tom and mike at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you now
1: mike yes (sighs) Mm -hmm. mike are you okay are are you got it together I don't I, I think I think I'm good for like another minute. All right. I'm going to I'm going to blow. Uh, uh, oh. Mm, okay.
0: Thanks for everyone for tuning into to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed
1: giving it to you. <laughs> giving it to you like oh fuck I was wrong. Goddamn it. Cock. Ah! I can't do that anymore. Oh. Whew, that was that was pussy really bad. I don't. <laughs> I don't think ass. I can do that again. I mean, fuck. I don't. I don't. Fuck. I don't. Fuck. I don't know. That's. Whew, that was terrible. Oh. Bye. Okay, I'm going to say just some alternate words, and okay. uh, you can join in with me if you like. Poop. Frack. Son of a biscuit. Crap. Dookie. Thank. Fart. <laughs> there you go. I think, I think that, will, that will probably cover it. All right. Borking.
0: (laughs) Clot. (laughs) Clot? I don't know why that was so funny. Oh, my God. Horse leggings. (laughs) Richard Bayshore. Oh, that guy. Yeah.
1: (laughs)